Do you find yourself saying yes all the time? Even if it's not convenient? Have you ever struggled with communicating your boundaries? Do you feel like you are always putting yourself last? Have you ever felt like you just can't say no? If this sounds like you, look no further. We are here to help you find your inner no-sayer. We wanted to have a bit of fun with our introduction and switch things up a little bit to do something different. So hence the commercial that you just heard. Whether you like it or not, we hope it made you laugh or at least smile. So before we even start with this episode, I wanted to share a beautiful quote from my friend Tammy. And here it is. Someone else's expectation is not your obligation. 2021. You know, when you were saying that, I was thinking that sounded really familiar, but I guess we know I know. <laughs> yes, we are already using your smart words as quotes. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, this episode, we're going to be talking about how to say no. Yes. The word that I know a lot of people struggle with, the word that some people find easier to say than others. I'd be one of the people that finds it quite easy to say no. Um, but I know, Anna, you've mentioned that maybe for you it's not so easy. No, I have to admit I'm a people pleaser most of the time, but I'm trying to change. I'm trying to put myself first. Yes. Yeah. And I guess the key here is trying. So you're aware of it and you're trying. Yeah. You've recognized it and you're trying. So. Like we always say, it's a process, it's a journey, and I'm excited for it. And that's why we wanted to share this particular episode with you, because I feel that there are so many other people out there who are also people-pleasing on a daily basis. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I think it's something that a lot of people... Um, well, I think there'll be like it would vary. So there'll be people like me who maybe don't really struggle, but then also a lot of people do struggle with saying no. So we're just going to talk a little bit about why that might be and um, where that might come from and also share some tips that will hopefully be helpful um, in helping you towards the journey of being more confident in your nose. Mm -hmm. Yes. So what we were thinking together when we were preparing for this episode, um, we came to some kind of conclusion that it kind of all stems from this um, need uh, that we all have in bigger or lesser amount, obviously, uh, to please others so that others like us a little bit more, that we are more accepted, that we feel loved, so that we feel included as well. We both read some work uh, from clinical social worker uh, Sharon Martin, where she introduced this idea about prehistoric men who wanted to belong to the group. And she said it made sense because back then, when you were rejected and exiled from the group, that would mean that you would end up starving or dead. And although we're not living in these prehistoric societies anymore, and life looks a lot different, completely different now, we still live in community in a sense. We still live in a world where being alone shouldn't be the norm. Like you can't do this life alone. And it could be that people equate being alone with feelings of inadequacy or being unlovable. And it may be the case that people go to extreme lengths, which could show up as, you know, just this real need to please other people in every situation in order to avoid these feelings of inadequacy or rejection or abandonment. 
Mm. So you know how there are theories about our personality traits stemming from our childhood? Um, so we can use our childhood to explain our behaviors uh, to ourselves and to others, but not to use it as an excuse. Um, I wanted to do this for people-pleasing as well. This is just my conclusion, so nothing is official, but for me it makes sense that as children we tried to please our parents because they were the people who we depended on to survive. We needed to be fed, we needed to have shelter, clothes, and most importantly, we needed their love and care. So when we tried to adjust our behavior so that they would like us a bit more, that actually made sense because we depended on them. We couldn't survive without them. But I feel that the problem occurs when we grow up and we are now adults and we don't depend on other people the same way. We are mostly independent, but we still try to please them. So in some way, that doesn't even make sense anymore. It's nice to belong to a group, but overdoing it and stretching yourself too much to your own detriment is actually a bad idea. So um, just a small disclaimer, I'm not talking about being polite. Being polite is very nice and very welcomed. So this is not about politeness. Yeah, and I think the point that you're making here is just about this sense of excessive politeness or excessive caretaking. And like you said, to the point where it becomes the norm and people are finding that they're pleasing other people in pursuit of external validation and that becomes their norm. In this paper that we referenced before from Sharon Martin, it talked about something called good girl syndrome, which I have to admit, this is the first time I'm hearing it. And it was interesting to read about, but she mentioned it in the sense that it's this need to please others that gets out of control and people become essentially self-sacrificing martyrs instead of well-balanced adults. The whole paper was interesting, um, but I have to say that this good girl syndrome that you just now mentioned, I found the name very interesting, good girl syndrome. I'm sure it doesn't apply to just women, so I don't want to exclude anyone from the definition. I'm sure there are men like that as well. But of course, I understand or we understand why they called it like that, because there are some research saying that high agreeableness as a trait is more common in women than men. So it makes sense. But this is a topic for a whole nother episode. Obviously, we need to consider other people, consider their feelings and be mindful of how our actions can impact the people around us. But in caring about other people's feelings and needs, we also need to be making sure that we're not minimising our own. I think for people who identify as people pleasers, it may really be a case of not caring about yourself as much as you're caring about others. And in that sense, really minimising your needs and again, another point to note here is that you really can't help other people properly unless you're making sure you're taking care of yourself and that your own needs are being met. So I think that's a really good reminder and I guess something to something that could be helpful in learning how to be more comfortable with saying no is just remembering that. And there's the saying that everybody probably knows, you can't pour from an empty cup. That's a perfect saying. I love it so much. I have been using it for the longest time. 
and it's always in the back of my mind in one way or another. I have a real life experience actually uh, that I would like to share with you now. It's uh, from medicine. So a lot of time when you're working in the hospital, um, you are actually overworked and very tired and you don't take breaks, you don't take time to eat something, drink something. Bathroom breaks are also something unknown and unheard of. It's sometimes really hard. And, and if we take this situation, let's say it's very late at night and you're still working um, and there is a person coming in with all kinds of symptoms and just because you are tired, you neglect a couple of symptoms, you, you don't give enough attention to your patient and you misdiagnose it. I think uh, it happens all the time and that just goes to say that if you don't take care of yourself first, you can't take care of anyone else. So now that we know why we can't say no, what are the reasons, let's go deeper into why is it important to say no. We slightly touched upon that, but let's make it official. <laughs> yeah, so tell us why it's important. <laughs> okay, so what I feel is by saying no, we actually create a certain boundary for ourselves and for others, by which we actually protect ourselves and our own energy. So when we do that, then we can take care of ourselves first and then we can create that good place from which we are able to help others, just like I mentioned in my medical example. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I absolutely agree with that. And I am personally very big on boundaries. <laughs> I'd say I'm an mm -hmm. advocate for boundaries. I think they're so important and it just makes life a lot easier when you're clear on what your boundaries are and also being able to communicate that so other people are clear on what your boundaries are and also you're clear on what their boundaries are as well so I think they're so helpful um and I guess if we think about when to say no like when would be a good time to say no and like I mentioned before I wouldn't say that I have an issue with saying no I find it quite easy to say no <laughs> and mm -hmm. I'm mindful of that so I don't want to oversimplify things here but I would say a good time to say no is whenever you recognize that you're yes or you saying yes would mean that you're minimizing your own needs to accommodate the needs of others in a way that's not helpful at all and it's not beneficial for you. And this isn't me saying that you need to be selfish, although sometimes being selfish isn't a bad thing at all and it's necessary. Just being aware of your own needs and considering the fact that you saying yes to something will have an impact somewhere and just thinking about what your yes might cost you. Perfect. You explained that very nicely. I actually don't have anything to add. I would just like to leave our listeners, as always, with some practical points on how to say no. Um, because sometimes we just don't know how to politely and nicely turn down an offer or a question or request. No, that's understandable. I think my number one tip I would say is don't feel pressured into giving an answer immediately. Like somebody asking you something in the moment doesn't mean that you have to let them know what your response is right there and right then. Um, you could say something like, oh, can I get back to you in whether it's a couple of days or, you know, just think about it and don't feel pressured in the moment to say yes. 
So I guess an example, if somebody's asking you to take part in a project, you can thank them for considering you and say that you'll need to think about it. Um, go away and think about it and think about whether it would work for you and with everything else that you've got going on right now. And if it won't, then you can turn down the offer at a later date. Um, but yeah, no pressure to say yes or no right there in that moment. Sometimes it's just a bit too hard to say it out loud to a person's face. No can seem like a strong word. So finding a compromise between you saying yes and saying it no directly into a person's face might be writing an email, writing a message or something similar. And I think with all of this, it really does like... It really does depend from situation to situation. And I think it depends on who's asking you for something and also what you're being asked to do as well. Mm, yeah, I actually feel that sometimes having a couple of already prepared sentences in which you nicely and politely turn down the offer could also be helpful because sometimes it adds to the stress trying to think of a proper response. So having a couple of those at hand is in my opinion, helpful. For example, you could write or you could say, thank you for thinking of me. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be available or uh, I'm not able to participate. Um, and a polite thing to do would be possibly offer another date, time or activity that is more convenient for you. And important to mention is there is no need for explanation or apology. And like you said before in your quote um, in the very beginning, their expectation is not your obligation. So if you don't feel like apologizing for saying no, then don't. As simple as that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I recognize that, you know, it's not that easy for everyone, but I think it's important to understand that you're not obliged to meet somebody else's expectations. Like you do within obviously you help people and you be of assistance like where you can but if it's if it's to your own detriment then I think that's where we need to be rethinking about okay is it helpful for me to be saying yes to this so yes I'll say it again somebody else's expectation is not your obligation <laughs> we've talked about some practical things that we can be doing but I guess if we think about this more generally now a good place to start would be to try and get to know ourselves better, knowing what we like, what we need, what our goals are and what our values are. I think being clearer on all of these things will likely make the process of saying no easier, even if it is just by a little bit, especially in the beginning. Um, so being clear on these things, I think is really important. Mm. I would also like to mention that um, at one point you will just need to accept that not everyone will like you or be happy with you and you cannot please everyone so <laughs> you might as well please yourself and and that's absolutely fine because not everyone needs to like you in the same way that you don't need to like everyone it's completely normal not to like everyone <laughs> and not to be liked by everyone yeah and I think Something I was just thinking about when you were saying that is not liking someone is not the same as disliking someone. So when we're saying, oh, you don't need to like everyone, it's not that we're saying that you have to dislike those people. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. just there's no actual need to like everyone or be liked by everyone, if that makes sense. Yeah, you don't need to be friends with everyone. It's completely normal to just have your two best friends. You don't need to have 10,000 of them. <laughs> oh, dear. So, so true. Thank you.
Um, I think a final thing that I would say is, you know, we talked about it before, but really recognizing that your needs matter just as much as everybody else's needs. Your needs matter as much as the next person's. Like understanding that and also walking in that daily should hopefully be helpful in the journey towards becoming more comfortable with saying no. 100%. I agree. Is there anything else that I can add on this? I don't think so. So I'll just leave everyone with all of this to think about and dwell on. I think we we have some food for thought for our listeners. Definitely, definitely. And as always, hope this has been helpful. Hope you've enjoyed it. For more recipes, uh, follow us on our Instagram and let us know what you think. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and have been able to take something away from our conversation. As always, we'd love to hear your ideas, comments and questions. You can find us on Instagram at tbaw.pod. Stay tuned for the next episode.